Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 35 of Better Regulate Than Never. We can all look put together and ready for any challenge when things are going great. But what about when things are falling apart? Do we fall apart also? I have seen this in my students before. A student does well for the first two years of high school, going along regularly, and then they are faced with a challenge. Maybe it's an illness or a divorce, or maybe just a very difficult class, and the student seems to spiral in many areas, even parts of their life that they seem to have figured out. What causes that to happen to someone that seemed to have it all figured out? Why do some people experience all sorts of terrible setbacks and they just keep moving on no matter what? Angela Duckworth, a professor of psychology at the University of Pennsylvania, has found some answers to this question. I am reading her book, Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance. I wanted to have some information to share with you about grit because it is a It is the very characteristic that determines whether someone will be successful or not. Dr. Duckworth also created a quiz to determine how gritty you are, and I have put a link to that quiz in the show notes. Essentially, this is what I want you to know about grit. Just like the title suggests, grit is a combination of perseverance and passion. Perseverance is sticking to your plans, even if it is difficult, even when you don't feel like it. And passion is described as a strong liking or a strong desire for something. Angela Duckworth's research revealed what I have been seeing in schools since I started my career. Being intelligent and talented can get you so far, but there is something else that is a better predictor of whether someone will graduate and be successful in life. It turns out that the better predictor is grit. Dr. Duckworth was a teacher in an inner city school and a teacher in an affluent school that only admitted academically gifted students. She was able to live out some of the research that she eventually created. She also saw the same things in the classroom she worked in. Students that had the brains and talent to be successful sometimes aren't the ones that do. Others that are sitting quietly in the back, working hard, end up being the ones that soar after high school. I hope this is good news as you are listening today. I feel so, I think so often students look around the room and think that they won't be able to achieve what others are because they are not as smart as someone else. But that is not the predictor of whether someone will make it. Effort is what matters. The great news about this is that we can't do anything about the intellectual gifts that we are born with, but we can certainly decide how much effort we put into our lives. That means that you can be as successful as anyone in your class if you want to do the work that it will take to get there. That is where grit comes in. Grit is the determiner of how hard you are going to work. Effort. That was the reason that I didn't do so many things in my earlier adult life, even in my childhood. 
I had a lot of ideas, but when I thought about what it would take to make those ideas happen, I decided I liked not doing them more than the effort that it would take to do them. In Duckworth's studies, she realized that effort counts twice in the equation of greatness. If you are talented at something and you put effort into that talent, you become more skilled. If you take that skill and you put more effort into it, you get achievement. An interesting observation Duckworth had, and one that I have observed as well, is people who are naturally gifted at something might not have as much grit as someone who isn't gifted. For example, students who learn easily do not have to study or put much effort into learning or remembering things for a test because their brain functions well in processing information. They breeze through their younger years in school with lots of accolades and perfect scores on assignments and tests. When they reach high school, they choose challenging classes that at some point will require them to spend more time studying or wrestling with some concepts. Some of these students will crumble when they come to those obstacles. It isn't because they are not talented or they don't have the brain capacity to learn it. It is because it will take effort and they don't know how to use effort to learn the concepts or they don't want to put in the effort that it's going to take. The students that have had to use effort all along, even in the younger years, to learn and be good students have a strong history of effort. So it is second nature to them. Those students who know how to use effort work through this tr- this tough transition in high school because they already know how to use effort. They have grit. When we look around at others who are the best in their field, amazing athletes, singers, actors, you name it, we don't see how much effort it took to get there. We just see the end product and think it is because they were born with that skill or ability to do that. Yes, I agree that there is something that we could be born with that helps us move in that direction, but without effort, practice, time, etc., that skill or talent would have been lost. I took piano lessons for 10 years, from age 5 to 15. I love music, and I really enjoyed playing the piano, but I hated practicing. I spent more time finding ways to avoid practicing than actually playing the piano. I had friends that had been taking lessons for way shorter times that were amazing at playing the piano. I was so jealous of their talent, and I told myself, well, I just wasn't born with the ability to play that well. Later, when I talked to my friends that were good at playing, I realized that it was more because they practiced every day. They were more disciplined with their time, and it was a priority for them. If I would have spent that much time practicing and caring about playing the piano, I would have also been a great piano player. I wasted a chance to become better or even great at playing the piano. I wish I would have known how much power I had in doing that. Instead, I just said I wasn't born with the right skills and I didn't pursue it further. I want you to know that effort 
is what determines your success. You get to control how much effort you put into your life. No one can decide that for you. I find that to be so freeing. I don't have to curse my genetics for not giving me the right genes to do things. And I can just put more effort into the things I want to achieve. Now, skill and talent do play a role in this. And I know that I couldn't be an Olympian in any sport, no matter how much effort or practice I put in. But I could have been much better at sports if I would have put practice into them. I could have played more on my school's team. I would have received better grades and I could have played the piano much better than I did. And you can do this too. How gritty do you want to be? How can you increase your grittiness? Look at these four assets when you're wanting to increase your grit. First, decide how interested you are in that activity. You need to really enjoy it for long periods of time. Next is your willingness to practice the activity. Whatever it takes to improve your skill, that is what you need to be willing to do. You must also find a purpose in the activity. How does it contribute to others? How does it help your community, even the world? And lastly, hope that encompasses all the other three assets. You need to have a feeling that each day is a new day to increase your ability, and each day you have a newfound love and interest in this activity. That doesn't mean that you will love everything about it all the time, but the good feelings will outweigh the boredom or effort that it will take to reach excellence. Take the grit quiz and see how you score on the grittiness scale. Think about areas you would like to increase your grit. Think about why you want to increase your grit and look for your interest, willingness to practice, the purpose for that activity in the world, and the hope that you have about it. If you can identify those pieces in your activity, start moving toward a plan of action. Calendar some activities each day in pursuit of that activity. When you put those practice times on your calendar, you will be more likely to do them. If you find yourself talking yourself out of doing it, be curious with your mind about why you are doing that. This will uncover thoughts that you may need to work on. Send me your questions about how to do this, or send me situations you want to work on. I would love to help you overcome these obstacles now so that you can reach your greatest potential. There is a lot of wasted talent out there. Don't let it be yours. Thank you for listening today. I am always glad that you join me on these episodes. I have so much passion for this podcast. I know that this information will change your life if you let it. Share this episode and any of the others with your friends. You can become a revolution of young people exceeding your greatest potentials. Every day, you get to choose your thoughts. Choose wisely. Talk to you soon.